0: Shana. Shauna and
1: N. For your further listening pleasure, time to lay down some serious sand. Watch your base,
0: spins, I'm telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you, telling
1: you. Don't touch that diaphragm, Shauna What's up? You're listening to Shauna and Lala. Check us out at ShaunaandLala.com and make sure to follow us on all our social media channels, which is at Shauna and Lala. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Thank what that. else? I think, I think that's it. <laughs> so, yes, follow us. Last week we were off. I was very sick. I had a sinus infection from hell.
0: Oh my gosh, I know.
1: It did not go away for two weeks and two bouts of antibiotics later. I'm much
0: better. Yeah, they they gave her an antibiotic that she was allergic to in the beginning. You know, like, get that. Like, I couldn't believe it. It's in your freaking chart. <laughs> well, actually,
1: in their defense, I did go to urgent care. Oh, that's right. Um, so when I went to urgent care, I thought all medical documents are, you know, like all hospitals and doctor's mm-hmm. offices are all connected to like one system. Yeah. Well, apparently not because the urgent care just had medical information from when I went last time Yeah. for the last sinus infection that I had. So um, they didn't have the whole list of everything that I was allergic to. Which is long. <laughs> and, yeah, it's like three pages long. And um, they gave me, what was it called? Doxycycline. Doxycycline. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm allergic to it, which I guess I haven't had in many, many years. Uh, they always give me, when I go to my regular doctor, they always give me az pack. Mm-hmm. And always tell me to use like flonies. So that's what I was doing, minus the Z Pack. And when I went there, you know, it's urgent care, they're like, I said, you know, can I have a Z Pack? The doctor there said, well, doxycycline works better for um, sinus infection. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Not even realizing you're allergic that I was allergic. (laughs) Yeah, you haven't had it in so many years,
0: so you probably forget with your long list of crap.
1: Yeah, so um it was a little wild, a little crazy, and then I ended up calling my regular doctor and saying, you know, like this is not working. I'm feeling worse. Um, I was throwing up from the medicine. So they gave me what they normally give me as a Z Pack. Mm -hmm. So I'm on the mend to oh, getting geez. better. I swear, nothing comes
0: easy with you and no matter what it is It's just a catastrophe. I know. We always say this, but it's true. Just every situation. It's like, well, that could have been easy and simple, but no, it's Shauna, so it's going to be very chaotic and just issue after issue.
1: Yeah. And I had an ear infection on top of it. Yeah. Which I always get, like, ear pain because I have TMJ on that side. So it affects, it makes you think that you have an ear infection, but it's really just your jaw. So I just happened to say, like, look, my ear hurts. I was like, and... I'm like OCD with cleaning my ears. Yeah. And I'm like, something smells. So I didn't know this. I thought it was just sweat. But she said if something smells in your ear, it's Mm -hmm. an ear infection. That
0: goes for pretty much every body part except for maybe your underarms. Yeah. If you have a wound that smells, if other areas of your body smell, then... Most likely you have an infection, you know, especially if you're showering every day, then it's an infection.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I thought my ears would be like clogged with wax or something, but they weren't. It was an infection. Um, She said it was pretty swollen and very red. It was and angry. I, it was very angry and I did not use <laughs> Q tips. So yeah. like that week. So but yeah, I'm on the men's. My voice is still a little crackly, but that's to be expected with a sinus infection. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I think it's going around everybody's sick around me, except you. I know. Knock on wood and the kids have been they went through their crazy bout. I felt like it
0: was like every week they were sick. Um, from in the summer, that was a weird part. It was like over the summer we were getting sick so much. Yeah. I got sick right before Hawaii really bad. And then I got sick a few days later again, like it started all or a week later in Hawaii. I was sick most of Hawaii with laryngitis. I think when we came back, the kids were sick again. I wasn't this time. So knock on wood, we've been clear,
1: you know, for a few weeks now. So let's hope it stays that way well it is the winter time that's when germs come out uh, Gio is back in school full-time. Yes. So, And there, I mean, if you see all these posts, RSV is
0: going around, and I guess it's very deathly little babies. So I've been paranoid about that, and I was just telling Shauna, it's funny because it's RSV season, and you keep seeing all these posts from moms on Facebook and talk, moms saying, don't kiss a kid if you don't know them. Don't go near a kid. You know, Don't touch a kid. It's RSV season. Stay away. And I kept thinking, like who's going to touch a kid that's not theirs? Who's going to kiss a kid who's not theirs? Like, I, I would never, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking these moms are being overdramatic. Like, okay, yeah, you're, I'm sure you're going out in public and people are trying to kiss your kid. Yeah. But... I, you know, I kicked myself in the butt. I was in Boston this weekend, and everyone was super friendly there. Um, everyone loved Julina, and we were sitting at a nice Italian restaurant, and it was kind of cramped, very small area. And the table next to us was an older couple. Like I, I, I say, older, but in their sixties, and they just kept, you know, talking to Julina from their table. Oh, she's so cute. She's so cute. And then. When they got up to leave, the the older guy came up and he bent down Juliana's face and he said, you made my night, sweetheart. You made my night. And I'm thinking in my head, oh, he's a little close. Okay, well, all right. It's fine. You know, and then he backs up and he looks at me and he goes, can I, can I kiss the baby's head? Can I kiss her head? And me and my husband, we froze. We've never, it's just something you don't expect, you know, like yeah. a stranger to say that. And I know parents. If you're listening to this, you're going to be like, "What you said? Okay, you know." But I was just like nervous, and I was like, "Uh, "Okay, you know." And then he planted a big kiss on the top of her head. He's like, "Oh," and he walked out. And me and my husband just stared at each other, like, "What just happened? Did he really kiss our our baby's head? Like, who does that?" I get it. He was being really nice, but who who? does that you know she does apparently i know so then i'm um, i'm saying like these moms i guess they're right they're you have to be prepared because people in public i guess
1: or strangers feel that they can do that you know didn't and, you say when Gio was a baby somebody lifted him up out of the, the uh, uh shopping cart the shopping cart yeah yeah that was
0: scary i don't know what was wrong with her but she just came over and was talking to him and she picked him up and i'm like oh, I can't remember the full details, but she was an older lady who knows if she was just senile, thought it was her grandkid, or she was some had bad intentions. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I've run into crazies like that, but no one had ever kissed him, or <laughs> can I kiss your baby? I would, ne- I would be so embarrassed. Even if I wanted to kiss someone's baby, I'd be embarrassed to ask that as a stranger, because... Yeah, but who would want to? I don't know. I know. But sometimes I've seen cute babies where I just want to be like, oh! hug him and kiss him you know like on their little cheeks but i would never it's a stranger's kid you know so for him to ask i'm glad he asked instead of just doing it but it's like you put me in a weird position i'm not good with those positions i know i should be a mama bear like no back up but that's not me you know unless, i mean if someone's gonna harm my child of course i'm gonna step in but for that situation it's like this guy's being so nice i I don't don't know. He's gonna kiss the top of her head. It's away from her. I don't know. You know, your brain just going and you're he's standing there waiting for a response. So Yeah, that's speaking of colds and craziness with RSV. I guess you moms are right. You gotta be careful. We gotta
1: (laughs) I I just can't believe that he actually asked that, you know, know. I know, you know, yesterday I took my niece to uh, gymnastics and it's it's a bunch of kids under three years old i think or under five um and you know she's two and there was another little girl i don't know maybe a year and a half old she was walking so i don't know maybe two i don't know but she was like trying to talk to me and you know baby talk i didn't know what she was saying and i was just like oh hi i was like you have beautiful blue eyes and like something like that you i would say you know yeah but I would never go, like, can bit, oh, can I pick you up and give you hugs and kisses? Yeah. Like, that's just not something I would do.
0: It's very awkward to, yeah, yeah. You know, I. And some moms, they, they're not going to be nice like me. They'll probably step no. in. Even if you're talking to their kids sometimes, they'll be, can you back up, please? You know, and I get it. They're trying to protect their kid, but I'm not like that. Like, I, I can't be snotty to someone who's being kind to my child unless I really feel like you're going to harm them. Uh, it sucks. It's it's tough. It's tough being a parent and making those decisions. There's some parents out there that are super neurotic, though. Like
1: super neurotic. Yeah, I you know I've seen that um, at the gymnastics place. Yeah. You know, there's like the helicopter parents, mm-hmm. and then there's also the parents that are like, all right, that's this is my time. Yeah. You know, they have their little group on the side, and their kids are being wild and, and not watching them. They're not watching them. Yeah. And the kids are taking toys, you know, out of the other kids' hands and pushing them, yep. you know, so they could go up the the um, bouncy thing. I don't know what you call it. Bouncy mat. Trampoline? No, it's not like a trampoline. It's kind of like a trampoline, but yeah. I don't know what it is. It's Like, you jump on it, and then you jump onto a map. Yeah, yeah. A big mat thing. Um, you know, there's... There's always that too. Yeah,
0: there's always a mixture. There's, there, either one way or the other. Um, I try to stay in the middle. You know, I'm definitely not a neurotic parent at all. Parents look at me like I'm crazy for what I allow my babies to do. My mother-in-law she hates like I let Juliana walk around barefoot outside. You know, I let her crawl on the grass, and she's like, "Oh my God, you're not afraid of bugs? You're not afraid of this?" No, it's good. It's good to get them out there. You know. And then there's other parents like I guess my mother-in-law never let the kids play in the outside in the dirt and the grass cuz she didn't want them to get dirty and she said she she told me a story how she never let them and then another mother made fun of her like oh there's Elaine's kids they can't get dirty so then she's like get out in the grass and go play you know so yeah there's there's all different types of parents out there and who has the right way I don't know But I think too much one way or too much the other way is never a good thing.
1: No. I mean, like, the other day, Julina was having a blast with her pasta. (laughs) And she had it just everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. I was getting anxiety. (laughs) And you were
0: just like... Yep. You know, my husband gets anxiety with it, too. He's getting better. But yeah, I, you know, that's they say that's how they learn. Let them be messy. Let them get their hands in the food. Let them feel the textures and feel, you know. And but you, with a nice outfit
1: on like uh, she had. Yeah. Well, you uh,
0: know that's what my husband. He,
1: Can you put a bib on at least? <laughs> Forget I the know. bib. I mean, it was all over her. It was down her shirt, down her pants. Yeah. Yeah. In her hair. She. You know
0: a, that's her, her she likes to make it into a gel for her hair you know whatever kind of pasta sauce it is it's like okay let me rub it through my hair and, and get these curls back that's what i hate like that's what i don't care about her clothes getting messy her face but when she takes those hands and runs it through her hair i'm like oh my god <laughs> no that's where i draw the line oh we don't draw the line on the clothes no 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 nah, i can throw those in the washing <laughs> her in the bath and yeah now, does she like bath time? She loves it. She loves the water. She's a water baby. Loves the baths. Loves showers. Um, when she hears water running, she thinks it's bath show or shower time, and she gets all excited. She's like, "Oh, <laughs> so, yeah,
1: yeah." She's she's good with that. Um, thankfully. Well, my niece, the one day I was taking a shower and I was watching her. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go take a shower. You watch TV. And, of course, she follows me. Mm -hmm. And she just, like, whips that curtain open and tries to get in with me. And I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) I'm like, first of all, you have your clothes on. Second of all, this is weird. Get out. (laughs)
0: Learn privacy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Kids, they, they have no boundaries. They don't understand any of that stuff. But to them, it's like, ooh, water. Okay, I want to go in.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I know that once she maybe turns three and can undress herself, she, she'll be in there. She'll be in there. <laughs> I used to find Gio
0: in um, when I lived in this apartment for a little bit when he was little. He would just dive bomb the, t- the tub. And if I couldn't find him, he was in the tub. In in my tub, I had a little baby tub, and he would be sitting in there in his pajamas, waiting. Like, okay, I want a bath now. So if we couldn't find him in the house, if he ran somewhere, we'd find him right there, sitting in the tub. Like, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Like, you gotta take your clothes off first, kid. You gotta let me know. Thank God he didn't know how to turn on the water, because that would have been the next issue. Oh man, he would have had the whole bathroom flooded. Soaked. Yep. Speaking of parenting and things that. I like and hate and all. This is another part of parenting that I hate. And I don't understand. I'm trying to understand it. Maybe one of you guys can help me understand. This is Lala's crazy rant. Um it's obese children. I know that sounds really mean. I'm not <laughs> no, but on a on a very serious note, like Sean is cracking up over there, on a very serious not note, I know, I'm not trying to be mean. I feel bad and it's 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 an issue. It's a serious issue. So when i see kids that are very overweight i've had family you know cousins that were overweight young you as a parent as a parent do you notice and look at your kid and go wow they're they are really chubby or they're getting fat or they're unhealthy like do parents notice that because i don't understand how it just gets to that point or it's not stopped you know and I used to watch 600 Pound Life. That was like one of my favorite shows. And obviously these people are 600 pounds and above. Very obese, very unhealthy on death row, basically. Yeah, I used to watch 1,000 yeah. Pound Sisters. Yes, yes. So you say, how did they get to that point? And a lot of it stems back from their childhood. And their parents, it always came back, many of them, was my parents just gave me what I wanted to eat. If I wanted five donuts, they gave me five donuts. If I wanted a snack, they gave me a snack. If I wanted, They didn't want to cook for me, so they took me to fast food all the time. And it all came down to the parents, you know? There was very few that the parents restricted diets and didn't feed them unhealthy, but someone else in the family was. Like, they were sneaking it, or their stepdad, or their if their parents were separated, their real dad was feeding them bad, you know? But, you know, that was a rare case. So... This all stemmed, like, it got brought up and I got very aggravated. My son plays soccer and, you know, he's very athletic. My son is skinny Malink. We do feed him, but he's very skinny. Super skinny. Super skinny. Um, So, yes, he has good genes. I get it. Some kids don't have the same genes. But we were at the soccer game and there's a very, very overweight girl. Nine-year-old girl, very overweight. Like, she had to weigh, she has to weigh close to 200 pounds for a nine-year-old. Yeah, that's insane for a nine year old to be that heavy. So I gave her credit. I'm like, wow. okay, she's out there on the field. She's playing soccer. You know, maybe her parents,
1: they probably
0: have her in sports. Yeah. Try to help get something going. So I was like, oh, that's great. Look at her go. You know, she was pretty much dying on the field. I couldn't breathe, you know, unhealthy, but she was doing it and she had to keep taking drink breaks. And I didn't see her the the, the drink break part. My bro- my husband had, and I was home at that point. And he came home. He's like, you know that the girl who's overweight. And I said, yeah. He goes, she was going for drink breaks, and her mother and father. You know what they handed her to drink? I said, what? He goes, a Mountain Dew. And I'm like, what? So this girl had like two liters well in smaller bottles like the liter bottles of Mountain Dew yeah. she finished both during this
1: soccer practice
0: or game whatever it was
1: Mountain Dew not only is it soda and bad for you like it's, it's the worst really bad for you I can't drink it no
0: if I drink it, I'm off the wall. It's really—it's probably the worst soda out there, and and they should—they should take it off the market. Between the yellow five in it, the cancer causing agent, agents, the the high high sugar in it, it's really bad. So they have her out there running around and yet when she's now getting thirsty from running they're handing her bottles of Mountain Dew. And my husband was livid. Like he came home he's like I feel like that's child abuse. This is disgusting. What kind of parents are they? That's why she's out like that that's why she's like that. You know, how could you even give your child that? And I was like, "What?" You know I couldn't believe it so when I went to the next game I saw it and I was disgusted too like how that is should be a form of child abuse that stuff is so bad my Gio does not get soda occasionally if he's at like a a party a family party he'll ask me and we give him like a little like a bathroom cup size like a Dixie cup the small ones we let him have like a shot of soda but no Never. And for this girl to be that overweight, it should be a crime. So my my question is, as a parent, do you just not care to just feed your, just keep giving your kids sugar, just keep giving it to them? Oh, fast food, go ahead. Oh, you're overweight? That's fine. You know, are you oblivious to the effects of it? Are you oblivious of what you're doing to your child? Were those parents overweight? Yes. The girl's parents were overweight. So but do you I think you I would always think you want better for your child you know if you know the struggles you had had or have as an overweight adult which there are many struggles that come along with that you know health issues yeah. you can't walk far the swelling the everything the heart it's so bad for you you and then they're and ridiculed probably and bullied as kids do you want your kid to go through yeah. that? If you don't, then why are you feeding that behavior? Why are you pushing that behavior and allowing that? You're the parent at the end of the day. You control what comes in that house. You control what they eat when they're with you. And at that age, she's probably with them all the time. So you can't say, oh, well, she does it outside the house. She's nine years old, okay? And judging by what they were giving her, they don't care. Um, I know someone else who has a very obese child, and this is where I learned that some parents might be oblivious to it because her child was very, very big. And the pediatrician told her, hey, your child's overweight. You need to do something about this because it's, it's getting unhealthy. She's this young and this much weight. That's not good. The mother came to me when we were just, you know, hanging out and say, can you believe what my doctor said? I said, what? He told me that my child is overweight. And I didn't know what to say, Shauna. I'm just staring at her like you don't, like, you don't know that your kid is big? You know, you you think the doctor's lying to you? But she was seriously pissed and just in oblivious to it. She's not, she's just big boned and, you know, her father's a bigger person, he's tall, so that's why she's so big. And I'm just looking at her, like, I'm, like, praying that she doesn't ask me, what do you think, you know? Because how can I say, yeah, your child's fat, you know what I mean? Well, maybe you should say, like, does she eat a lot of bad food? Well, or? I I did say that. I said, "Well, what's her diet like?" And she goes, "She doesn't like vegetables. She doesn't like meat. Um, but she'll eat cereal. She likes candy. She likes her dessert. She likes her snacks. We get her to eat Lunchables and hot dogs." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, you got to kind of push the other stuff, too." And that's again the other the other problem is that you are listening to your kids. Kids should not be dictating what they're they eating. You know, I have two. My baby, she's young. But we said from a young age, me and my husband, we will never let our children dictate what they eat to us. They're eating what we're eating at dinner. If they don't want it, then they're, they're going to go to bed hungry or they have to eat a little bit of it. And as you know, Gio's an amazing eater. Yeah. Amazing. He eats clams and that's his favorite meal. Fish, steak, chicken, anything out there he'll eat. He won't order off a kid's menu. No, he will not. I mean, we, we created a monster. But these parents that are like, well, no, they they won't eat chicken. So they, want, they only like chicken tenders. So I got a big bag of frozen chicken. Or I went to McDonald's and got them that. Or they only eat pizza. No, they only eat pizza because you... Only give them pizza when they make a tantrum. Instead of being like, okay, well, this is what you're eating. You're not happy? Go to bed. No kid is going to starve. They're not going to starve themselves. They're going to figure it out and they're going to eat. You know? And so I guess my rant is just why are parents, are they oblivious? How can they allow their child to get that way? Especially if they've been through it themselves. And why not try to make better choices for their children when they're the ones in control? They're the ones that are bringing those groceries home. They don't have to buy Mountain Dew. If they want it for themselves, then sneak it when you're out. Go get yourself one at McDonald's, but don't bring it in the home for your child.
1: Be I better. think it's you want to be your child's friend also, and it's laziness, laziness, and the easy way out. Yes, you know if you make your child. Well, Gio's not this way, but for instance, my cousin's kids. Mm-hmm. Like for Thanksgiving dinner, I know that my aunt will be making macaroni and cheese for them mm-hmm. for the two kids. The one will eat mashed potatoes, no gravy, corn, and a biscuit, but I don't think she'll eat turkey. The little one might eat turkey, Um, but the little one used to try all kinds of different foods. Yeah. Yeah. She loved to eat, but now as she got older, she's getting more picky because the older sister—I was gonna say—is yeah. like that too. She's watching, and well, sissy got that.
0: Well, I want that instead of this, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's parents don't want to to they are in denial about it that they're the ones who really control their kids what their kids are eating. Like they say, oh, I. Ha- I can't help it. This is how they were born. 99% of the time, they're not. It's what you created. You created that monster by either A, bringing sweets into their life way too early. There's parents giving their kids sugar, sugary stuff as babies. And sugar is addicting. They say sugar is almost more addicting than cocaine, I think they said. There's a study. It is. So you're giving your baby something stronger than cocaine. You're giving them candy, donuts, whatever the hell it is, as a baby. You are forming an addiction to that to sugar. So now everything else is never going to taste good Now everything else is not ever never going to live up to that sugar And then they're going to want that same with like the fried foods has kind of like an addiction That's why people like fried foods. It tastes good. You're giving your kids mcdonald's chicken nuggets and fries Nothing else is going to live up to that That broccoli is not going to taste the same that chicken the plain grilled chicken you make So it starts with the parents feeding kids right from the start And I think it should be a form of child abuse if you are allowing your child to get that big and feeding them unhealthy food. The parents today will judge me and they'll say, "fed is fed. fed is best. That's what their line is. Meaning, it doesn't matter what the hell you feed them, as long as you're feeding them, then you're a good parent. You know me. I don't agree with that. I'm sorry. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Well, at least they're eating yeah they're at least they're eating, but if you're giving them diabetes, health issues down the line, maybe cavities, weak bones is that is that good like I feel like that's a form of neglect i don 't know. We have to stop taking the easy way out as parents and be parents. If you signed up to have a baby, if you got pregnant and you brought this life into a world into the world, um, you got to step up, you have to make the sacrifices it's not easy it's very, very hard. And you just can't take the easy way out to make your life easier. You have to do what's best for your child for the next 18 years. That's what you signed up for. It's not, well, <laughs> it's me time. I, I have a baby, but yeah, I, I don't want to deal with the stress. That's what mothers do today, or parents. That's all they hear. No, you made a sacri- You had a baby. It's a sacrifice for 18 years to do what's best for them. You're on the back burner for 18 years. I fully believe that. Try and take care of yourself the best, but don't. Not at the expense of your child's health.
1: No. You know, and when you do have a child, that child is your first priority. Yeah, so not I'm you anymore. It's not you. But that's not what parents want to say. And you see
0: it all over now. And they're trying to make that the right, the new way of, of parenting is you first, as long as you have to take care of mommy first. Because if mommy's not in the right mindset, she's not going to take care of her kids, which I agree with that. But that doesn't give you the excuse because mommy's trying to get in the right mindset. Here's a bowl of candy. Go eat that instead of dinner. Or here's um, ice cream or here's soda because mommy doesn't want to hear you yelling. Mommy needs to take care of mommy. So go drink this two liter of soda just to shut up. No. No. That And that's what—that's where that balance is getting thrown off. They're making excuses. Well, I need to have my mental reset, so I let him do that because it gives me that peace. And I need to be in the room. No. No, 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 no. Again, kids come first. Their well-being comes first. Yes, take care of yourself, but not at the expense of your child.
1: And it's the same thing that we talked about this summer on the tablets. Yes, yeah. yeah. It all ties into each other.
0: What is it saying? Everything that we've been, I've been talking to you and you've been talking about, what does it come down to? Lazy parents. Parents who want the easy way out. Parents who don't want to be bothered. Parents who just had the kids that were like, eh, this is hard. So it's easier for me to just let them do what they want so that I'm happy. And, and that's not good parenting. I'm sorry. It's not good parenting.
1: Well, speaking of health and wellness for mommies, there is a new type of CBD out. It is called Nestle's Hemp, and uh, it actually has CBDa in it, which is a hundred times more potent and powerful than regular really CBD. Wow. Yeah, so which means you need less of it. That's good. Which is good. It's a thousand times more potent. Oh thousand times. Thousand. Yes. It is a thousand times more potent in the brain to promote healthy mood balances and prevent nausea and vomiting. Wow. That's what I needed when I was sick. (laughs) Yeah, they it's very
0: good for a lot of things, C B D. And I've never I never knew there was something more potent. So they say like this is the world's first living full spectrum beyond organic cbda hemp extract so it's the world's first that's crazy
1: yeah they both cbda and cbd both interact uh with the body through the human endocrine system Mm -hmm. um which is great it's a healthy way to make yourself feel better yeah and get better um it obviously helps with your brain and keeps your functions in balance Mm -hmm. and it's you know it's just great for the body yeah it says that this one the cbda which i never heard of
0: like i said is more effective and better absorbed by the body than regular cbd yeah so you're if you're absorbing it better that's you're getting more out of this than you would another bottle of cbd i didn't know that cbd was dead so i guess this is like living you know things can be living and then dead even like with microorganisms and stuff so this is a living hemp 100 percent pure living raw hemp and other cbds are like a dead he- version of it so this is what makes it even better because it is living and everything is preserved really well when it's living so like um what were we were just, just talking about probiotics the same thing the yeah. ones that you put in the fridge it helps keep them living type thing you know and that's better for you so this is great and I, I am glad that they because there's so many out there on the market and it's so hard to know what what's the best one for me what's going to work better but this researching it and reading about it it seems to be like it checks off all those boxes that you'd be looking for and more
1: yeah absolutely we are going to put up a link to nessas hemp on our social media pages but you can go to nessas that's n-e-s-a-s-h-e-m-p.com to learn more about it and to purchase your bottle of cbda product and speaking of sweets and tasty things, for our holiday segment, we always are so thankful to Ryan from the Chocolate Pizza Company for sending over a chocolate pizza and our absolute favorite peanut butter wings. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. <laughs> so good. Gio actually got into the pizza before we had a chance to film it. Oh my god, I know, I know. He I was so mad at him.
0: He he's so excited every year when we get this chocolate pizza. And it's like it it me it's just crazy. In his brain he can't wrap his head around chocolate pizza. It's like, Oh my god, it's chocolate pizza, you know. So now that he's older I thought that it really wouldn't excite him as much, but no. He saw it. He asked me a million times, can I have some? Can I have some? Can I have some? I said, no, no, no. I'm like, you know, we got to wait for Shauna. And he got into it anyway. And a big chunk of it was missing. And yeah, he said that he thought he's lying to me. He's like, I thought you said I had to wait till tomorrow. I said, yeah, tomorrow when we met Shauna,
1: (laughs) he loves it. He absolutely loves it. Well, it doesn't matter. It's okay. I liked it. You know, I I took a piece of it. Um, But it is actual real chocolate. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. There's no pizza
0: crust. It's just chocolate crust, if you want to call it that. And sprinkles on top, and it's really good.
1: Yeah. So tasty. Um, The peanut butter wings are my absolute favorite. Mine, too. And I hate, I say it every year,
0: I hate peanut butter. Do not like peanut butter, but... These wings are magical, orgasmic. I don't know what other words. Just the mixture of the potato chip, the uh, peanut butter, and the chocolate, when it just all blends together on your tongue, oh, my God. like It's out of this world good, and I'm not just saying it. It's so freaking good.
1: And I still can't believe every year I say this, I know, that you don't like chocolate and you don't like peanut butter. I don't like chocolate or peanut butter. But I'll have, well, I shouldn't say I don't
0: like chocolate. I can tolerate chocolate in small amounts, like the chocolate pizza. I'll take, like, a sliver of it just because I'm not a big chocolate eater, and it's good. I can have a full slice of it. And as for the, the chocolate peanut butter wings, yeah, they're chocolate. But the blend of those flavors, it just, I can have a few of those without feelings too overwhelmed with sugar well i could just eat the whole box i know i know but i have this weird thing guys i don't know what it is but some things are just too sweet for me i cannot i can have a little bit and the first two bites i'll be like oh it's good by the third bite of anything really sweet i get like a nausea feeling or like a you know something's not sitting right so just i think i have a problem with too much sugar which is a good thing but yeah these peanut butter wings i push the limit with those because they're so good
1: they are, they are delicious, and if you want to get your own chocolate pizza or peanut butter wings, you could go to chocolatepizza.com, and uh, it is a small business owned by Ryan Novak, and uh, actually is they're from upstate New York. So, That's so cool. Yeah, one of these days we'll have to take a trip to his actual shop. Yeah, meet him, say hello, and. Uh, Check out maybe how they make the chocolate pizza and the peanut butter wings. That
0: would be cool, like a behind-the-scenes thing. Yeah, and then we can steal. I mean, um, share, borrow a lot of peanut butter wings, right?
1: Yeah, (laughs) you know, I was bringing a big shopping bag. (laughs) I was talking to my friend who saw them in the studio. She actually saw the uh, the pizza Uh and uh she was telling her husband about it and he's like oh like do they make it there and so she was asking me and i'm like yeah they do i said but i wonder i'm like do you think they make the potato chips too or do they just buy like ruffles and make them so i'm curious to know well i think we should definitely see if we
0: can get some behind the scenes action over there and uh, some extra peanut butter wings ryan
1: (laughs) pretty 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 please please. (laughs) as my niece says peas she's so dark you oh my god i love when kids say peas
0: yeah so peas peas, ryan peas can we have some lots of peanut butter wings
1: (laughs) you're listening to shauna and lala that is our show for this week thank you so much for tuning in julina wants to know what the microphone is it's a microphone say say hi okay i guess not make sure to follow us on all our social media channels at Shona and lala we will see you next week